Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. Everybody can suck my dick. All right. <laughs> That's a good place to start. <laughs> we always right do start on song. Fuck it. Fair enough. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Kate. This is Jen. And this is This Podcast is Haunted. And Slash dick jokes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your bi-weekly source for the paranormal and fucking dick jokes. And creepy history, because I keep just, like, leaning more and more away from ghosts and more about, like, let's just talk about that. I'm always trying to, like, reel you back in. Like, this is called This Podcast is Haunted. I know. You're like, uh, we should talk about ghosts shouldn't we (laughs) and jen's like what about nazis (laughs) and i was like you know what all right nazis because it needs to be discussed it does first off um i would like to say that we fucking hate nazis like i know that's like a bit of an understatement but like i'm anti-nazi like okay yeah when i was researching this i was again coming back to the question of like why am i so excited to talk about nazis because they sucked so hard like it's yeah i mean it's so easy to be on one side of this like you know in the last episode Mm -hmm. we were like but also we're a little sad for japan yeah not this time fuck you (laughs) we are (laughs) i think it's like this is like the Star Wars of, like, the wars that we've been in. Yeah. Where, like, it's, like, legit fairly black and white. Right. <laughs> like, like, this one and the Civil War, which even that got a little muddy. So, yeah. yeah, it's nice to, like, be for sure that we're on the right side of this. Fuck Nazis. In that light, uh-huh. uh, I'm going to be referring to some major Nazi names. Yeah. But I'm not going to be respectful of them. Like, because from now fuck on, them. Right, exactly. <laughs> fuck those motherfuckers. <laughs> you want to kill the Jews? All right, I'm going to call you Shitler for the rest of time. So, for the rest of this episode, Hitler is now Shitler. Yeah. Gables is now Gerbils. Gerbils. I know, right? It's so, so cute. cute, but like also maniacal. Yeah. Um, uh, Himmler is going to be Rimmler, like a rim job. It's best I can I do. Was it's not great. It doesn't have to I be great. I was wondering who would, who would get that. <laughs> um, I have a couple more. Hang on. Where's my list? Um, uh, Hess, Herman Hess. Yes. He's a major player. It's going to be Aunt Bess. Bessie. Uh, and then uh, I think that's everybody we're going to talk about. Oh, Mengele. I don't have one for Mengele yet. Just fuck that guy. Yeah. This, all right. This is normally your sound effect. Putting all your the papers shuffling together. the papers. Yeah. So I'm taking a page out of your book. I was thinking about you this. actually have I think more pages of notes than I do. Yeah, but I write bigger than you do. Well, okay. No, maybe we have the same. Yeah. Well, we're both fucking freaks. And that's why we have a podcast. Make you fuckers listen to us. Okay, we're being like very... Okay, let's get into this. Let's go. So let's talk about Nazis and the occult. Yes. Oh my God. This shit... Listen, man. It turns out that the Nazis weren't just motherfuckers. They were motherfuckers with a mysterious agenda. So, yeah. So, okay, have you heard about this already? I mean, only very vaguely. Like, I've heard that it was a thing, but I don't really know anything about it. Right, because when we talk about Nazis, Mm -hmm. we talk about, like, the Aryan race, and it was just prejudice. It wasn't just prejudice. I mean, like, Uh it was. Like, that was a big part of it. Like, they liked white people. In fact, you, you are, like, the poster child (laughs) of the Aryan race. (laughs) Willowy, blue-eyed, super pale. It's true. (laughs) Hitler would have jizzed. All over his pants. Oh, okay. You. Okay. As long as he keeps Dutch girl. That is pants. <laughs> that's, that's, no, no, no. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. My my people f- 
We were a part of the resistance. Well, not officially, but... But, but like, you can say the Dutch were part of the resistance. Yeah. Sure. And also, like, specifically, my, my grandmother hid Jews, so... Aww. Points. Points for my ancestors. You know what? Probably while Hitler was... Schittler was distracted, jizzing all over what your grandma, I'm sure, looked like. <laughs> yeah. She looked just like you, didn't she? A little bit. Yeah. Master race. Um, <laughs> no, okay. So, here's the thing. Um... So this is, I'm going to sound like a fucking psycho because all of this sounds like I got it right out of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Raiders of the Lost Ark and also my personal favorite Indiana Jones film, The Last Crusade. Okay. Where they look for the Holy Grail. I haven't seen it. Shut the fucking door. <laughs> Are you goddamn serious? <laughs> yes. Jeffiner, how? I've seen the first one. Well, that's good. You haven't seen the second one, right? No. Okay. That's the only, the only one. You can I saw give that one a miss, but Raiders. three is amazing. Sean Connery is his father. Yeah, I know that. Okay, so then what else did you need to know? I'm somewhat literate in the like what happens. I just haven't seen the movie. See, you give me shit about not having seen Memoirs of a Geisha, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I just want you to see every movie that I've seen. I don't understand what's uh, honestly. The you should with see that. every movie that I've seen, but girl, I watch a lot of film. It's so like you'll never catch up. If we did nothing but watch film together for the rest of our days, yeah, you probably wouldn't catch up. We also have end. such opposite taste in movies that we've pro- like probably the Venn diagram the of movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's okay. So that's another thing I was thinking about us today. Um, we're yin yang. We are. I am short and fat and dark, and you are tall and skinny and pale. Yeah, and I mean we are about the same height, though. Are we? Yeah, I think you're taller than me, like maybe by an inch. Well. I'm at the very least, I'm certainly more horizontal than you ever thought about being. (laughs) Um, But like, you know, I like these things. You like that. There's very little in this world that we agree on, but we complete each other. We do. We're like Glinda and Alphaba. We are. Ah. I don't know which one's which. I think both of us. That's the other thing I was trying to figure out. Yeah. I think that we are both Glinda and Alphaba interns. I was trying to think, um, because... You know, my obsession with podcasts. I was also trying to think, like, which one of us was, like, the Karen and the Georgia from My Favorite Murder. And I, 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 don't, I have I no can't idea. Figure it out. I can't. That's... Which is fine, because we're separate people. And this is, <laughs> like, we don't need to make it weird. <laughs> but we are weird. Uh, like, we're weird little freaks. And yeah. we're best friends. And that's yeah. fine. Like, okay. over yeah. your tits. It's fine. No. All right. We're off track. Jesus At Christ. the Nazis. <laughs> Fucking Nazis. <It> Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so this shit sounds like it's coming right out of later Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, there is a link to the very beginnings of Nazi philosophy in mm-hmm. something called Ariosophy. Ariosophy? Probably Ariosophy. Is that where they get the word Arian? Yes. Yes, indeedly. Um, so basically, there was this society that, um, that followed this Ariosophy, um, which was... You know, this belief that the Aryan race was the master race and was mm-hmm. superhuman. Uh, they were smarter, they were stronger, they were faster. I mean, we are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm Jeff- just kidding. Oh my God. Just I just made my skin crawl. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until Jesse Owens runs barefoot circles yep. around you, bitches. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm not very fast. <laughs> You're faster than me. Uh, so it all started with this Thule Society, T H U L E Society, and this was actually a fairly prevalent idea all throughout Vienna mm-hmm. um, uh, and a lot of this area following what? World War One. Oh, okay. I was just going to ask what time. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. World Don't worry. <laughs> Following World War I. I need dates. <laughs> when when the Germans needed a pep talk. Yeah. And so this philosophy gained so much credence and a great deal of followers um, that basically say that these Aryans were superhuman and that uh, if we could reverse breeding into other groups, mm-hmm. as in if we'd created a master race, uh, we would be we white people with blonde hair and blue eyes so not me um (laughs) how very targaryen i don't think that's an accident um they would uh, be the real deal so um it led to a lot of um expansion on the philosophies of these these Aryans, these looking for superhuman stuff now uh some people disagree with this um Mm -hmm. really the main people who supported for out and out supported the stool philosophy uh that led to the occultism uh was uh rudolf hess amp bess yes uh and hans himmler rimmler um and they are the ones who really led this uh you know uh hess was uh hitler's right hand man uh, Rimmler is um, the leader of the SS, and so they're the ones who took these practices and ran with them. And so, and that fucker Mengele. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have a nickname, but he will just be known as that, that fucker, fucker Mengele. <laughs> Best I can do. I'm not always clever. I came up with most of these while I was taking a dump. <laughs> so, um, Schittler may not have been into it. Um, Schittler was um, influenced by. Uh, Aunt Bess, and then uh, Aunt Bess went and done fucked up. Went and talked to the Brits uh, in an ill-advised attempt to make peace, which was seen as a thwarting of German ideals. Oh, wait, is this during the war? This is during the war. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, he's then replaced with Martin Bormann, who throws uh, all astrologists, occultists, medical quacks, everybody into concentration camps and prisons. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. uh, Gerbils wrote in his diaries that he was so proud of this because he was very anti-occultist. Okay, I was um, wondering how we're like where we're gonna. I'll, I'll take you on the journey. Where's the, where's I'm the taking turn? you on a word journey. Oh yes, paint paint your picture <laughs> with words. Paint your word picture. So Gerbils says um, in his journal that none of Gerbils these in his journal. <laughs> None of these uh, astrologists, psychics, whatever, mm-hmm. um, saw the big uh, Nazi wave coming to throw them into jail, which must have been bad I for mean, their business. Too fucking shay, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn it! I hate when I have to say Gerbils has a point. <laughs> He's like, well, I bet you didn't see that coming. Bet you didn't. <laughs> um, so all of that, uh, that Thule philosophy, um, really may have influenced Schittler, may have not. Um, at the very least, it certainly did influence main members of his uh, of, of the Reichstag, uh, the people who were in charge. Okay. Um, so we do have a couple other people who were involved. Um, for example, uh, Schittler's psychic, Eric Jan Hansen, who was he had a, a psychic. Hitler allegedly had a psychic. So it's possible that he may have dabbled. Uh, It also may have just been a connection through the Thule Society, which did give the Nazis a great deal of money at the beginning of their rise to power. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, churches getting involved in politics, always such a great idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those Hmm. are things that should mix. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I made it topical. Topical. (laughs) So uh, the Thule Society gives uh, the the eventual Nazi party, which started out as the German Workers' Party, um, lots of money in order to buy a newspaper. 
which became part of their propaganda machine. Yep. Um, and then mm, these the members media. of the Thule, who were still uh, Tool, might be the Tool, T, whatever, I don't give a fuck. From mm. now on, they're tools. <laughs> and so um, they now are controlling these different forms of media, amassing power, and some members are involved in the occult, and those, those occult members are high enough that they can certainly involve Hitler. So whether or not this was his actual psychic is up for some debate, but there is an interesting story here. Um, so this is Eric Jan Hanussen, mm-hmm. uh, who was originally Hermann Steinschneider. I love these words. Uh, he was motherfucking Jewish. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. What the tits? Um, but he was sort of like the Jew who hated Jews. <laughs> yeah, you're all, yeah, you always have those. Yeah, everybody's got a traitor. Mm. Um, now, in following World War One, he was a bit of a celebrity. He had become um, a very prominent mentalist and psychic, clairvoyant, what have you. And allegedly, uh, he... A lot of people call him um, a charlatan. Which, <laughs> what? Well, right. It has some negative connotations for us, but it also just means like a magician, somebody who yeah. uh, but has also, these dramatics. Like there totally were right. charlatans. charlatans. <laughs> so. Right. And so that's what we're looking at here. Now, here's, here's why it's important to Hitler. Okay. Hitler, who was a klutzy, nerdy, introverted asshole, <laughs> art fucking student. Yeah. Needed to learn how to be a public speaker. Yeah. And you know who's really great public speakers? People who know how to read a crowd. People who know how to make dramatic effect and hold people in sway. So it is possible that this um, psychic, mediate, merivan, clairvoyant possibly taught Hitler dramatic effect, dramatic pauses, Mm -hmm. how to hold a crowd. Mm -hmm. And really, that was Hitler's strongest point. He had this cult of personality yeah. that supported these outrageous post-World War One ideas. Have you ever seen him, like, videos of his speeches? I have. Um, I've never... I, it's said to have this effect that you feel quite moved by them. I mean, I don't know that, like, we in our position now could feel that. Right. So that's where I'm coming know. from. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's Schittler. Like, with a <laughs> dumb little mustache. Like, I'm not going to listen to this yeah. motherfucker. But there was a great story. Um, my high school uh, history teacher mm-hmm. told us about a CBS New York uh, reporter who went to Nazi-controlled Germany, and he listened to one of Hitler's things. And at one point in time, Hitler threw up the Nazi salute. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the crowd did the Nazi salute while this guy is taping the whole thing mm-hmm. and his reporter is offside also throws up the Nazi <gasps> salute just because wow. the power of the mob and Everyone Hitler was such a powerful speaker. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's possible that powerful speaker was taught to him by Eric Jan Hans- Hanussen. Mm-hmm. So there is a cool story about Hanussen. He might have been the real deal. Uh, yeah? Yeah. So he was quite famous. Uh, he built a home that was also called... Um, like the medium's palace or something like that. I wrote it down, but I don't give a fuck. Um, and he had a number of auto racers, Formula One auto racers. Okay. Uh, who were coming there to have like a psychic seance reading. Mm-hmm. And he was, they were getting him to, you know, give predictions on upcoming events. And they said, hey, there's a race in two days. Who's going to win? Mm-hmm. And uh, Hanusen says, I don't want to talk about it. It's it's really messed up. And they're, they're jostling him. Like, come on, come on. What are we paying you for? You have to do this. Mm-hmm. And he says, fine. One of you is going to die. One of you is going to win. Right now, I'm going to write the names into this envelope, and I'm going to give it to this bartender. And so um, this story is related to us uh, by 
um, a racer who he wrote this book in 1960 called his name is Neubauer. Is he the one that won? He's not the one who dies. No, <laughs> you know, he He's also did the didn't other win. one. Oh. Um, so he they go through this race. Uh, a man named Labkowitz is killed mm -hmm. and a Brautisch uh, wins. Hannison okay. goes and he gets the envelope and there are the two names, Lobkowitz oh. and Brautish. Okay. I thought he would meant like the two like two guys went to him and asked and he's like, What are you two? Oh no, it was like a crowd of racers, like God, a like a rugby God. club out nine. Um so it turns out that uh, Hanusen actually went to the racing club and said, Do not let Lobkowitz in this race. Just don't do it. And they wouldn't do it, and Lobkowitz totally fucking did it. Damn. So maybe Hitler Psychic was the fucking real deal. Hmm. Now, this was not the only place where Hitler had practical Schittler. Forgive me, I'm sorry. Yeah, you keep slipping. I know, right? <laughs> Fuck that motherfucker. Um, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. How do you feel about aliens? Um, I mean, like, do I believe in them? Do you believe in them? You know... I think I do very casually. Like, I think there's definitely a chance that they exist. Yeah, law of large numbers, right? But I'm also not like, oh my god, aliens, I love them, they totally exist, and right. I want to meet them. No, I totally feel the exact same way. I believe that there's probably other life in this galaxy, what the fuck ever, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think they've necessarily visited or visit us often. Oh, no, for sure. I don't I don't know if I believe in crop circles. One of my aunts really believes in crop circles, oh. and she puts up some convincing arguments. We should do an episode on that, maybe. Yeah, put a pin in that. Okay. Um, so, as you know, as you might remember, uh, the Nazi Luftwaffe, which means the Air Force. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just used to reading that word. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm here to butcher your German for you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the Nazi Luftwaffe um, they had incredible flying techniques. Their mm -hmm. planes were safer. They had better bombs. And it was all because of Nazi scientists who allegedly, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> stole UFO technology. Okay. Now, hang what? on. Wait a tech. <laughs> okay. We're just going to put okay. a pause in this all for right. a second. All when right. did Nazis become part of popular uh, consciousness? 33. A little bit higher. Four, five. Roswell's 47. And that was sort of like, that's really what kicked it off. So after the war. Oh, oh, aliens. aliens. I think meant Nazis. When did... Oh, sorry. Did I say Nazis? I think you might have. It's okay. We can keep Go going. back. No, it's fine. We <laughs> All can right, just keep fine. going. Fuck it. Uh, so the UFOs got real big post-World War II. Mm -hmm. 47 is when Roswell allegedly happened. Mm -hmm. So... Um, are you familiar with Operation Paperclip? <laughs> no. Okay. Operation Paperclip was a United States initiative. That Good job naming it, guys. Right? <laughs> Look, I was like at his desk. He was like, we need a name. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> pen. No. <laughs> Paperclip. Dildo. No, that won't work. <laughs> Operation Paperclip. That's innocuous. Um, well, here's how innocuous it was. That is the United States government sneaking German Nazi fucking motherfucking goddamn scientists mm. into this country. Okay, I have heard of that. Yes, you have. Um, to work on the rocket program. Uh, yeah. Nazi technology got us to the moon. Mm -hmm. And that's not an accident. We did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. Hey, you can have dip diplomatic immunity. You just have to give us a V2 rocket. And because those damn Ruskies. Right. Right. <laughs> no matter how much we hate the Nazis, goddammit, if we don't hate the Ruskies more. <laughs> Ruskies, by the way, is the slur, not Ruskies. 
Okay. The more you know, man. I'm yeah. just, if you're going to insult people, do it oh, correctly. I'm sorry. And right now, I don't feel like the need to protect the Russians particularly. So I know. Right? Someone was just commenting about that, how, like, what kind of backwards, like, dimension are we in where the Germans are the sane ones now and right. it's, like, us, the UK, and Russia going towards fascism now. It's a hot fucking mess. Oh, jeez. Um, so, the... It's possible the Germans, uh, during the course of World War One had UFO technology. Sure, why not? I'm a believer. Um, <laughs> I want to believe. I want to... <laughs> Me and Fox Mulder, man. That was one of my earliest crushes. I was like six years old, I and I was about it. Fox Mulder. I can see that. Um, but anyway, uh, after World War II, as we're smuggling the Nazis in to work on our rockets, uh, when do we start seeing UFOs in America? After World War II, when we're starting to bring in Nazis to work on our rockets. Uh, it is distinctly so, possible that the UFOs that the country folk were seeing... the Nazis? No. Oh, okay. They were Nazi test flights. Oh. Yes. Uh, so, you know, that part of the country, the wastelands down there, yeah. uh, was used for a lot of testing. Hmm. And a lot of military bases are down there. So it's very likely that what the civilians saw at Roswell was actually Nazi test flights of, of rockets. Fascinating. In the 80s, there was mm-hmm. a lot of UFO sightings again. Uh, mm-hmm. Mid to late 80s, lots of UFO sightings. They were testing stealth bombers. So that's what people were seeing. So they're all bombs. Right. Are there any of them saucer-shaped? <laughs> now, uh, there was one story about one that was saucer-shaped, but it was pretty clearly 1950s B-roll. Like, it was yeah. right out of a film. Uh, so I did not hold that with... I just put a lot of... Where did they even get that, then? That's what I want to know. B-roll? No. <laughs> the idea of like saucers. Well, probably from the UFOs who visited, because that predates Roswell. So oh. maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe they actually did have UFO technology and they ripped it off in order to learn how to bomb people better. And that's what All we're right. using it for. That was kind and of to get to the moon. Right. And to get where we're gonna bomb people again. No. Aliens have this technology to reach our planet. Right. And they only gave us enough to reach the moon. Motherfuckers. <laughs> so let's talk about super soldiers. Like Bucky Barnes. Yes. Is that his name? That is. I'm weirdly proud of you. Thank you. Good job. Nerd high five. I just watched uh, Wonder Woman. What did you think of it? I really liked it. The whole time, also, I was like, because her big thing is to, like, I don't know if this is spoilery. Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler Flip alert. 30 seconds if you got a It's problem. not really going to be that big of a spoiler. Uh, but she just basically wants to stop all war by killing lots of people. Well, Because no. that bothered me. Well, okay, yeah. But I was like, like that's, there's, a, there's an error here, Diana. I know, right? <laughs> but also, the whole time, she's like, oh, I just need to do one thing, and then all war will be over. And I was like, World War II happens. <laughs> You're only in the first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she was... Uh, what are you she... going to do next, Diana? <laughs> when she's like, and then we'll stop all war, but she's like going through and she's like indiscriminately killing people on the other side of the war without thinking like compassionately about... I know. You know she's how like, they fuck those Germans. <laughs> right, which again, usually a, usually something I support. Um, World War One though, I think is a little more dicey. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, you're not right. full-fledged. You know, and... Uh... 
war, man. I know. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, we're getting weird. We're going to get weird. <laughs> um, so my problem with that movie, just a hot quick second, mm-hmm. she spoke like 30,000 languages, right? Oh, I saw you posted this. <laughs> right. I got, I'm so salty about it. Um, at one point in time, she's standing with Chris Pine and they're having a romantic swoony moment, which yeah. unnecessary. Nobody needed that. Just let them be friends. You know, Furiosa and Mad Max, I want that all the time from here on out. Yeah. I've also read, uh, I read an article where they were, like, applauding basically the fact that they let Wonder Woman be badass, but also feminine. Where it's like, there's a trend now where if you want to have a badass female character, she has to be, like, more masculine. I suppose. And, like, badass and isolated and, like, cold-hearted and stuff and... And, like, this is different where she's actually very empathetic, but still very powerful. Eh, I like powerful. Just raw, furiosa power. I mean, but there's... But anyway, shut up. <laughs> we There's pr- plenty of pretty girls doing other things, too. Like, how many Scarlett Johansson movies do we have? Okay. Well, okay. So, there you go. Now, here's my problem. I The love story was unnecessary, but here's my real problem. She uh-huh. speaks, like, 30 billion languages, and she doesn't know what snow is. <laughs> that irritated my pants off. Maybe it's just because she forgot when she was looking at Chris Pine. She didn't forget ancient Sumerian looking at Chris Pine. (laughs) Also, Chris Pine, not that hot. So that's what I think. All right, so we're getting back into this. Let's talk super soldiers. Yes, Bucky Barnes. That's how we got started on all of this. Yes. Um, once again, it's like world history was written by Stan Lee. So because the Nazis... Maybe he wrote comic books based off history. I mean... But it's so fucking crazy. It seems like that's not the way it should have gone. Yeah. But surprise, it is. Yeah. Um, So uh, the Nazis, uh, there was another aspect of the occult that also influenced uh, Nazis. It's possible the Nazis started as basically an occult frat called the Honor Bee. Um, I'm sorry, what? A-H-N-E-N-E-R-B. I'm going to call Honor Bee. Okay, I thought you meant like Honor Bee. No. (laughs) Uh, It could also be... Like a spelling bee, but for honor. If I say it super German, it would probably sound like Honor Bee. Okay. Right? Right? Doesn't that sound right? (laughs) Just say it like a villain. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not fair. I'm sorry, German listeners. Um, So... This group uh, studied, it was supposed to start as a German history study to in, to study what was inherited from their forefathers. Um, but really, surprise, it was to support a superior Aryan race idea. It always comes back to Right? That. It's like the Nazis had real one big hang up about being white guys. Yeah. Um, so they conducted archaeological digs, not mm-hmm. only in Germany, but in Greece, Poland, uh, Romania, Tibet, all sorts of places. And Tibet? Tibet. Yeah. Well, that's the special one. <laughs> that's the one I did not see coming. <laughs> um, so in Tibet, they thought they would find the the start of the Aryan race, some sort of like um, pod of subterranean Aryan dwellers who, because they never left this subterranean city, would still be purely Aryan. And therefore, superpowers. They think that they will find oh somewhere in Tibet. Oh my god. I know, right? This is like looking for the lost city of Atlantis in the Himalayas. Yes, exactly. It's absolute. I mean, like, come on. Um, so, yeah, they really, really thought that they would find superhuman white people. Uh, in Asia. In Asia. <laughs> um, the mystical mountains of Asia. Uh, and so when you're that far crazy, it's not a big jump to uh, occultist beliefs. 
<laughs> Rimler led the charge. He was a bit of a nutter. Uh, they were looking for lost lands, ancient relics, paranormal texts uh, with Nazis in power, the Annerby. Arnberg, whatever. That's fine. You can keep going. Fuck you can em. keep saying <laughs> Yeah, they can suck my dick. Uh, expanded to long-range weather uh, predictions, uh, ESP researches, and looking for the Holy Grail. Bum ba dum bum bum ba ba da 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 da. And also portals to other realm. And yes, Atlantis. Holy shit! I know, right? Just full-blown tin hat crazies. Oh. Honestly, they're starting to give crazy people a bad name. Honestly, it's like Reddit was a country. Ew. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. for real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't even like thinking about many Redditors as being real people. But now they're this real is... people in charge of a government with lots of money. Y- yeah. <laughs> Horrific. Um <laughs> And it's happening again, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Hufflepuff Christ. Oh god. Uh, so they were also equally influenced by this Thule group. So they were looking for the land of Thule. Which is where they would find the subterranean Aryan dwellers uh, who had superpowers because they never mixed. Oh, honey. I know. Eventually, uh, of course, this led to human experimentation. And yeah. who are they going to experiment on? The Jews? Das Jusens. Das Juden. Of course. Yes. Um, Jewish people, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Like, that was... Is, like, sounded flippant. This is not funny. No. This is the most fucked up... Not the most fucked it's up okay. in history. I'll like, talk more about it. Yeah. Who was the lady that you did in uh, New Orleans? Delphine. Oh, Lulari. Yeah, Delphine Lulari. Uh, it's like she was multiplied times a thousand and then given a government. Yeah, or Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my earlier analogy. <laughs> so uh, this led to human experimentation in order to find superhuman abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ways... Really that- fucked up. Sorry, I just right. saw your note. <laughs> My notes are really fucked up and also X-Men because, as we know, uh, history was written by Stanley and whoever the fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at how stupid they are. You almost have to. Like, you have to laugh to not cry. Like, if we're not flipping about this, we're going to yeah. be sobbing. And I cried in the last episode thinking about dead elephants. So, yeah. no. Not today, motherfuckers. Not today. So, of course, of fucking course, the Nazis have a basically limitless supply of people locked up in concentration camps. Not only Jews, I would like to know. I mean, yeah. we talk about... How Jewish people bear the brunt of this, and they absolutely do. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to minimize yeah. their pain at all, but I would also like to add in that gays, mm-hmm. lesbians, mm-hmm. transgendered people, mm-hmm. uh, practitioners of witchcraft, people who spoke against the government, they were all mm-hmm. in concentration and camps. And the Roma. And the Roma. You got another eye booger. <laughs> Sorry. This is what happens when I stare deeply into your eyes for these podcasts. This is also what happens when I just like sit and like rub my face the entire time while you're talking. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway. Um, so here's some, I'm just going to briefly touch on one of their uh, doctors. This doctor, uh, Sigmund Rascher, we're going to call him Rashi from here on out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> he, um, he was all about uh, experimenting in order to benefit the pilots of the Luftwaffe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would put people in vacuum chambers and then oh, he would okay. play with, um, you know, how much pressure is on yeah. the human body. Oh, God. Yeah. That's fucking torture. Yeah. Um, he would submit people to freezing water for three hours at a time. And then he would try and revive them all of a sudden in case like a pilot went down, you know, Oof. how to revive them out of this freezing water. Um, so he, he would drench them in scalding water Fine. as a way to like, Oh, you'll balance out. Right. From freezing oh, to scalding. No. Oh, uh, no. He also jammed uh, men between naked women prisoners. Now, 
that actually works. Like if you're starting to freeze, yeah. get naked, get your body close yeah. to another person's body. Also, however, these men are not the real victims here. The women were not given a choice. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Well, was anyone in that situation given a choice? Uh, actually, some people did volunteer to go with Rosher okay. because it was sort of like a commuted sentence. At least you weren't suffering anymore. You were probably going to die on that day. Yeah. So. God. Yeah. Man, what a choice. Yeah, it's kind of like leaping out of the 9-11 buildings. Oh, okay, this is getting dark. Yeah, well, it is the Nazis, so. <laughs> um, it's almost like also... someone wrote a book about it called Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Ellie Weissel. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he also would just walk up to prisoners and shoot them in the neck or chest in order to test a new coagulant. Um, they also, to test that coagulant, um, on a larger blood loss would amputate limbs of people with Mm. absolutely no anesthetic or warning. Just Mm. strap you down, take a leg, Mm -mm. see if that coagulant works. It was made of beets and apples and surprise, it didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, as seen in the latest Wonder Woman film, well, predecessor um they also tested biological chemical pathogen weapons and poison Mm -hmm. and then they weren't even safe once they were dead they kept all the skeletons Mm -hmm. boiled down the bodies kept the skeletons of these people who they were testing Mm -hmm. in order to do further testing and also possibly use them for magic and also possibly grind up their bones to feed to mix into the bread that they fed to other jews yeah. And members of the concentration camp. Surprise me so, they also you know. Made blankets out of hair. Be so itchy. Yeah. I would never get over how itchy that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, to say nothing of how horrific that is. So that's rashy. Um, we're not even quite done with uh, with that fucker Mengele. <laughs> uh, Mengele's special uh, interest was in twins, specifically mm. ch- young children. He wanted to get there before the influences of the world fucked up their twinness. I know. <laughs> so that fucker would take twins. He would separate them, isolate them, and then try and test on them. If I if I hurt one, will the other feel it? If I change, if I gouge out the eye of one and put in a new eye of a different color, will the eyes change color? Will the other twin change colors? I know, like what some. The fuck? I know, right? It's not even scientifically sound. It's very possible he wasn't actually testing anything. He was just a fucking psycho. And Mm. trying to hurt people as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, He would give one twin typhus and then give that typhus-infected child a blood infusion from the other child to see if it cured the typhus. Surprise, it does not. Um, If one twin died, Mm -hmm. he just killed the other because he's no longer useful without a set. So um, that also brought in selective breeding. Yeah. So remember, all of this is about finding superpowers that can be found in the Aryan race. Mm-hmm. What's your superpower, Jen? <laughs> I also want to point out the irony of like, so you believe there's a super race that has um, superpowers, so you're testing people who you believe are inferior. Right. Which like, even if it was true, would not right. work it's just according flawed. to your own logic. Right. Doesn't even make sense. <gasps> Although a lot of Jews who were living in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't look like Middle Eastern Jews, so yeah. they had some Aryan in them. Is probably what the logic behind that was. But also, like, if they do, then why are you treating them like an inferior race to begin with? Touche. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that brings us to my last point uh, about horrific things that Nazis did in the in this bid to free up superpowers. Mm-hmm. Selective breeding. Yay. Yay. So uh, this is a program um, put together by that fucker Mengele um, called the Lebensborn, um, which was to forcibly, yeah. uh, either through coercion or threatening or sheer physical 
rape. Mm-hmm. Um, find women and men who ticked all the little fetish boxes of mm-hmm. these master race people and force them to have children. Mm-hmm. Those children still live in this world today. In fact, Jeez. one of them is quite famous, and you have heard her music. Her name is Annie Frid Langstad, mm-hmm. and she's the blonde one in ABBA. Holy shit! Oh my god, yeah, she... that makes their music so much more sinister now. Yeah. Well, she herself is not a Nazi. She well, is, yeah, but... Uh, she's actually working with the United Nations to kind of get some programs for these children, because yeah. the women who were bred... Mm-hmm. The rest of the community totally shunned them. Yeah. Um, so she was basically raised an orphan. Her mother died of a kidney disease. No one would treat her, I believe. Um, and her father was a fucking Nazi. So that yeah. didn't stick around either. Yeah. Um, so these people are still in our society um, and deserve a great deal of respect and and. I mean, I can't even imagine the enormity of that kind of pain. To yeah, know I mean, they just your origin like, like that. They just deserve support, really, instead of like being shunned for some like it. It was the '40s. People didn't do support. Not even the bras did support. You ever seen a bra from the 1940s? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, yeah. So uh, that brings me to a very specific person who was affected by Nazis, and I believe that transitions really well into your specific people who affected was by the, Nazis. A specific. Nazi. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> also, well, before I get into it, I, that um, what you were just saying about society shunning the victims of that really uh, reminds me of there's this really great um, Dutch film called Black Book. That's, of course, the English translation of it. Sure. Um, and it stars um, the woman who is Melisandre from Game of Thrones. Oh, I like her. Who is Dutch, Clarice Van Houten. Um, and she plays this Dutch woman who actually, she is Jewish, and then the war breaks out, and in order, and she joins the resistance, and her task um, is to become the mistress of a powerful Nazi. Fuck yeah. Who's Get him. Part of the, like, in, like, the establishment that's running Holland, basically. Mm-hmm. And so she does, and she kind of develops some feelings for him because... They, like, he's nice to her because he right. believes that she's Aryan. And it's hard to separate that. And it's hard to separate that. And then, like, at the end of the war, they, like, find her and, like, you, she, they're like, you were a mistress to a Nazi. Like, and they, like, treat her like shit. And the whole time she's like, but I was I but the was thing working is, for you. That reminds me of a similar film. Uh-huh. Uh, American mid-80s, uh, Michael Douglas and Melanie Griffith. It's called Shining Through. Mm-hmm. And it was one of my grandma reads favorite movies like I was watching that film at an inappropriately young age because she loved it so much and I think it's the first film that brought the world the joy of Liam Neeson wow I know indeed congrats um and in that she is a first generation American raised by German-speaking Jews okay uh, who she signs up to be a spy for the Mm -hmm. CIA and she becomes the nanny to a powerful member of the SS. Wow. Uh, and so her, she has two motives, not only to um, figure out what's going on with the Nazis mm-hmm. and send that back to America, but also because somewhere in the city where he lives, she has cousins who are hiding. Oh, and so wow. she's trying to find them, get out, complete this mission, and get home safely. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. It's actually a 
I remember it being a really good film, so if it doesn't stand up to time, I guess we'll fucking find out. I mean, doesn't that happen all the time? Right? <laughs> so that's on our rec list, y'all. Tell me more stories. Okay, so um, the main story that I found was is about a young lady named Irma Grizz. Grizz? Grizz? I'm going to say Grizz. Uh, known as both the Beautiful Beast and the Hyena of Auschwitz. Fuck yeah, great name. Da-da-da-da-da. Beautiful beast. Let's do this. Yeah, I just also want to pause and say, like, I'm not sure who was the one to call her beautiful because, I mean... Is she real German-looking? not... Yeah, she was very German-looking. Let's just put There's it that way. There's a reason that the Germans looked for their Aryan perfection in Norway. Yes. <laughs> so, that's not nice. I'm sorry, German ladies. I'm sure you're all lovely, and I'm... There are some very beautiful German women. Right. Isn't Kruger? I think. Sure. Germany. Yeah, she's fucking hot. Yeah. And then one of them, Giselle Bunchen, I believe she is. She's Brazilian. No, she's not. With the last she's... name Bunch. Oh god. Yes, she probably is. Probably descended from Nazis, though. They all ran. <gasps> Holy shit. Holy shit. Tits. Oh my god. I think we just figured something out. Sorry, Giselle. We won't talk about it. Let's keep going. <laughs> South <No>. America, man. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, so this this is one of your the, world looks a little rocked. I am shook. <laughs> My bean is freaked. I'm sorry. What? What the tits did you just say in this? My house? Did you just say I my did. bean is freaked? <laughs> Sorry, that was a reference to my brother, my brother, and me. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. It was a mind freak bean, as in mine. So okay, so where That's I come fine. from, your bean is your clitoris. I know, because bean flicker is yeah. Yeah, I know what that is. But I'm proud of you. Thank you. All right, so tell me about the hyena of Auschwitz. Yes. So. I'm going to give you a brief, brief tale of her life. Can I just real quick ask a real quick question? Yeah. I like to go to the end of the story. Mm -hmm. Does she get hung or shot or does she get away with it? Oh, we'll get there. No spoilers. Hashtag no spoilers. (laughs) Okay. So uh, Irma Grez was born on October 7th, 1923. And the world was a little bit darker because of it. A little bit darker that day. Uh, Her father was a dairy worker and... Her mother committed suicide by drinking hydrochloric acid after she wow. found out. I know. Fucking go right. fucking big or go home. <laughs> I know. Like, so you want to die big. All yeah. I'm saying is that, like, there's, like, like a lot of serial killers. Sure. Yeah. She had some dark shit in her past. I'm sure that fucker Mengele had some problems, too. Yeah. Wow. I'm not excusing anything she did. But oh, like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I wonder... Okay, so wait. Why did the mom commit suicide? I'm sorry I cut you off. Well, yeah. You can fucking like, cut me off. Well, all right. But you're the one... All right. So that's life. <laughs> um, yeah. It, she found out her husband was having an affair with uh, the daughter of a local pub owner. Feed the daughter hydrochloric acid. Holy Feed shit. the husband hydrochloric acid. I know. Don't acid. kill yourself. Why would you kill yourself? Like, that's like the world's weakest fuck you. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? Now I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah? You don't want me? Well, you'll see what Let's see what Wait happens. Until you see my bubbling corpse. You want me now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So. Jesus. Not. Probably also not the smartest <laughs> genes in that pool. I mean, clever, though. Like, maybe not smart, but certainly fucking one way to go out (laughs) go big or go home yeah yeah so that happened um in the 30s so she would have been like maybe in her preteens to teens sure Um, an important age yeah i know right uh so her father 
joins the Nazi party in 1937 because he is a real charmer. That's rather late, actually. I know. It's probably good of him that he didn't join earlier. Maybe he was, like, out in the countryside and just, like, didn't hear about it much sure. beforehand. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. So she's got some influence. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Uh, okay, keep going. Uh, and Germany. It's only a fucking matter of time before that song came out. I mean, come on. Oh, Think God. about who we are as people. I know. Uh, yeah, so the next year, 1938, uh, she's 14 years old, um, and she leaves school because she wasn't all that smart. Um, she was bullied, which oh, I, I like, flag. I know. Well, also, like, I, I was reading this, and I like just wrote down she was a bully, bully because, like, I know what comes next. Right. And I was like, oh, plot twist. Hey. <laughs> so, so, yeah, apparently she was bullied. Um, I mean, that's how you build a bully, though. You yeah. bully bullies. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, and she was also a fanatical Nazi by that time. Yep. Um, check, check, check. Check and check. So she worked as a nursing assistant for a short time and wanted to become a nurse. Um, Jesus Christ. What did she do to people? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really go into any detail about that. So, like, presumably okay. nothing. I think it's kind of like... Presumably not nothing. That makes me think of that My Favorite Murder episode with the woman who would, like, get off by killing people real slowly. Oh, yeah. Jolly so, Jane. Yeah, that's the one. Or maybe. I know uh, my serial killers. Proud of you. Thank you. Okay, keep going. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we don't know what happened, but um, she just, like, really couldn't cut it as a nurse, apparently. So she worked more in the dairy industry... But in 1942, so we're like, you know, well into the war by now, Mm -hmm. um, she was, she claimed she was conscripted, which plenty of women were conscripted to be guards in concentration camps because they just, I mean. They follow orders better. Well, no, to be female guards Mm. for the female camps. You know, that's true though, right? Uh, In the, there was an experiment in the 60s in America Mm -hmm. where, um, they hooked actors up to zapping machines and they told women subjects and male subjects to zap them when they got questions wrong and to hold Mm -hmm. the zap down longer every time and men would stop and say I'm not going to do this anymore it's fucking cruel and women just kept going typically that was what they were experiencing Mm -hmm. now obviously they weren't actually being zapped though right no they weren't actually it was just an actor pretending but pretending pretty well so (laughs) um, I could understand how maybe that same line of thought would make you a real good female guard yeah I mean that's and they definitely did go through like a brainwashing process um because a lot of them were just you know random you know blue collar women who just wanted a good job it did pay very well um and yeah they look the other way a lot yeah um so they like they would go through this kind of like brainwashing program and that would basically turn them into violent you know prison guards um and yeah, a lot of them did get brainwashed and become very violent. Some of them kind of kept, held on to their humanity a little bit and would help out prisoners sometimes, share food, um, like go light on things. And I don't care. I still hope they hung. I mean, well, there's just, yeah, there's, I'll get into who got accused of what later, but I said, like, it was, it's notable that um, only female guards were ever given a specific reprimand or like warning to like don't get 
interpersonal re- like relationships sure. with prisoners. Um, men didn't have to be told that. <laughs> right. So like that's the other part of that experiment. The women were anonymous and they knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was not all of them were monsters, right. <laughs> um, but Irma definitely was. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she claimed she was conscripted. Um, there's, I also read a source that said she volunteered. Um, so I don't know. She definitely was like full on drinking the Nazi Kool-Aid. So it's not like she was unwilling. Right. She's no innocent. Yeah. So we don't have to feel bad <laughs> about shitting on her. Um, yeah, so she... We're going to call her Irma Gangrene. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to call her Irma, to be honest. Fine. Oh, feel like Killjoy. Boo. Yeah. Uh, she... All the, you know, female guards started training at Ravensbrook. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's where they learned how to how to guard. Um, she stayed there for quite a while. Um, in March of 1943, she was transferred to Auschwitz-Birkenau. Um... She was promoted there to uh, Rappertführerin, <laughs> which is the second highest rank open to female wardens. So she was like clearly very good at being, being a dick, a Nazi. And they're like, you know what? You've really uh, been really cold blooded, and we admire that. And so we're going to promote you. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, Congratulations, now you can let dogs eat people. Good job, good job. Um, yeah, she was, uh, she helped choose prisoners to go to the gas chambers. She, yeah, like, she was in the thick of it. Now, um, women weren't, women guards were not specifically involved in actually dispensing of the, like, Zyklon B. Like, they weren't specifically responsible for directly gassing people but they were but like if you pick out who goes I know. you're still responsible I know I'm bitch. not I'm now not excusing them but I'm bitch yeah I'm not excusing anything but I'm just saying like right what the, like, the what the rules were because even inside the Nazi party there is rampant sexism yeah oh yeah for sure and that's um that was a huge part of Nazi philosophy was um I don't know what it's called but it was basically just very conservative gender roles yep that yeah checks like out women's oh they're hey, uh people who know people who vote for trump pay attention yeah some of this or will sound familiar fucking real like every basically every part of it yeah checks off with uh the current alt-right movement and also just uh most conservative do you think steve bannon's ever looked for the holy grail because that will oh. give me a chub to think about for weeks i bet he's probably definitely thought about it which <sighs> Is going to delight me. That <laughs> nasty little gremlin. <laughs> oh my god! But also, just like it, it, it brings me joy to think that he might be that dumb. Just, just think about it. For a I second. oh man, I'm there. This is my mental playground now. Oh, that motherfucker. Oh, oh. oh yes. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, we made it. Gross sex and dumb. Okay. Now anyway. I'm thinking about Steve Bannon naked, and I want to kill myself. No. Give me the hydrochloric. What is it? Hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yep, she was in the thick of things. Um, she in March 1945. So this is like two years later. She accompanied a transport of prisoners to Bergen-Belsen. Um, March where, 45. They're getting pretty near the end here. Yes, because she was captured along with a bunch of other people by the British on April 17th, 1945. So right. she was only there for about a month. Um. So, yeah, she was captured along with other SS personnel who did not flee. 
Um, because she was like, what, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I'm a Nazi. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like me when I was a goth. <laughs> whatever, mom, you just don't understand. I don't understand. Whatever, just... Great Britain, you don't understand how much I want to kill Jews. I'm just the superior race. <laughs> Jesus. And really, so are you. Nerds. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she was put on trial for war crimes alongside 45 others. Um, now, these are the, the British uh, trials, not the Nuremberg, not Nuremberg trials. Which, fun fact... Uh, one of our Jamestown, New York hometown heroes is Robert H. Jackson, who is the chief prosecutor at the Nuremberg Trials. Right on, Jamestown. I know. Nice, nice job. job. Yeah, yeah. He was a real, real stand-up guy. He actually probably would have been then a contemporary of Lucille Ball. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Maybe they went to high school together. I am not doing my math on this. Please do not <laughs> come at me. Right. We don't have to be smart. We're pretty. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so she was put on trial, and she was found guilty, one of only three female guards to be sentenced to death, which is how you know she did some yeah. shit. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, they were not... sexism kind of plays in our favor there. Yeah, I know. It's like, you, it's a real uh, mixed bag sometimes where it's like, you don't get to do shit, but also, like, people don't want to kill you. I've also never mowed a lawn since I've been married, so, you know. Wow. Although Congrats. I've tried. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> Get outside my head. Wow. Okay. We are slowly melding together. Um, oh, that'd be so messy. No. Okay. Uh, so she was sentenced to death and she was executed on December 13th, 1945. Right on. By hanging. Nice. 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 Uh, and craziest part about that, guess how old she was? I don't. Uh, uh, she was born in 27? She was 22 years old. Wow. I think she was the youngest person, person to put... be executed for war crimes. Well, good riddance to bad rubbish. Fuck that cunt. She was fucking 22 when she did all this shit. Which, like, to be fair, I know a lot of shitty early 20-year-olds. So, like, I could see it. Yeah. But I could even see myself, and under the right circumstances, I could see that being me. I've got a real cruelty streak that mm -hmm. I had to, like, work hard to get under control. Yeah, you'd have to be brainwashed in just the right way. I think, yeah. which would not happen at this point in our life, but right. like if we had gone back like right. way earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, so that's like the, the bare bone outline of what happened to her. Now let's get into why she was one of three women to be executed. Jeez, um, I thought we were at the darkest part. Oh no. My bad. Keep we going. didn't even get into that. I was being very surface level there. <laughs> so if, uh, I mean, it's going to, I will give you a specific warning when it gets like real, real dark, but uh, for now, let's, uh, let's continue. Um, yeah. So basically the short answer is she was a fucking psychopath and sexual sadist. Uh, yes. <laughs> so she like really got off on hurting people. She was also apparently extremely vain, which is, this might be part of what gave her the nickname of the beautiful beast. The beautiful beast. Um, she would like specifically select women who were beautiful to like send to the gas chambers. Oh my God. She like, she like she, Snow White queened her. Yeah. She like, mm -hmm. there shall be none fairer than me. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. She was like this fairest of them all bullshit. Like wow. I'm going to come after anyone who I perceive as a threat. Yeah, she would, like, specifically, like, wear really tight uniform, yeah, have her hair all doll dolled up and makeup and perfume just to, like, really shove it in everyone's faces that they were being dehumanized. She really was enjoying it. Um, 
yeah, it was. Uh, she had a pack of trained and half-starved dogs that she would I sit made on. up the... I did not know yeah, that. I you, was like... You said that, and I was like, mm, just you wait. Yeah, she literally had... I'm sorry. She literally had half-starved dogs that she would sick onto prisoners and, like, have them be mauled by her dogs, which is some Ramsey Bolton shit, <laughs> if I ever heard it. Jesus. And, yeah, like, I think Ramsey Bolton dogs. is a pretty good, and like, comparison. Yeah. I know I'm on the wrong side of history here, but, like, those poor dogs, man. You shouldn't starve a dog. I know. I know. Like, yeah. Those, dogs are not supposed to be Those cruel. dogs were not, I mean, they're not inherently monsters. Like, Can you picture, like, Gambit t- being turned into a monster through starvation? <laughs> like, My Little Muppet getting angry and evil. <laughs> just like, it was, like, probably definitely, like, a Pipple or Rottweiler. I know, but, like, but just, I'm just imagining. All dogs have the spirit of dogs. Your tiny Toto look-alike dog. <laughs> trying to attack you anyway oh gosh that's so funny uh, <laughs> guys we'll post a picture of gambit later yes yeah. you've never seen him he He's full on looks like a vicious bullet. vicious creature <laughs> anyway um yeah so she did that she would she i mean all guards were like given like uniform boots pistol right. um the women like each woman was given a pistol because, I mean, they have to be able to do their job, you know? Right. Um, not all of them would use it regularly. She did. She for sure did. She would shoot people in cold blood all the time. It's estimated she um, killed, through various means, at least 30 people a day. A fucking day? A fucking day. And this is in a in a situation where women didn't have to kill anyone. Wow. Like, they, we're not including gas chamber deaths here. Like, wow. this is just, like... Just for funsies. This is just like shooting people randomly for no reason. Wow. Yeah. And uh, she also carried a whip. She was very known for like holding a whip and just like beating people nearly to death or or to death or just she was. Can I just put a pause in you for a second? Like, Mm -hmm. this is why it's shit like this that makes it so easy to believe the Nazis were actually involved in the occult because Mm. the things that they were doing are demonic level evil. Like, in my brain, I'm like, oh, she may have been inhabited by a demon or something. Like, if that were a rational thing. But the real fact is, is that all humans in the right circumstances can be that fucking horrific and cool. Now, like, yeah, maybe I should... I don't... This was definitely, like my own armchair psychology Mm -hmm. being like, oh, she's totally a psychopath and a sexual sadist. But like, I mean, it's, yeah, we don't know. Under the right circumstances, any of us mm -hmm. could be that person. Yeah. Like all of that evil lives inside all of us. Yeah. I guess my point was like, I, I said that in kind of maybe an effort to be like, oh no, she was like abnormal and not an average person would be that evil. But then, then again, maybe... Yeah. Maybe it could be anyone. We're actually all capable of it. Yeah. So, so yeah. who knows? Yeah, she wasn't like officially diagnosed or anything. Right. This is just me spitballing, really, <laughs> because I just wanted to believe that that that's not that that's abnormal. not normal. I mean, it, it for sure is abnormal. Like most people do not do this. It's still right. abnormal. Mm-hmm. It's just not necessarily impossible for most people to access. Yeah, we could all under the right circumstances, yeah. access this kind of cruelty. Mm-hmm. And there is just, like, your average, um, like, there's there's plenty of examples of regular people in Nazi Germany just, like, turning on their neighbors in the most evil fashion. And, yeah, like, I'm thinking of this scene from, I think it's The Pianist, 
where they're being herded into the ghetto and there's like a woman who's just on the side of the street shouting like goodbye Jews goodbye Jews um and like that's probably someone's neighbor who just Mm -hmm. has their own fucking life and has a family and a job or not a job and like is a middle class white woman and right like I know women like that she probably made like really great turnip jack-o'-lanterns mm-hmm. or and it's like that like okay like shouting goodbye juice is not like she's not killing anyone but also like she's very much well look at all the people who are you know saying saying yeah uh, lock all, them up Muslims. all those videos that you see now of <laughs> a lot of white women in grocery stores being like go back to where you came from yeah it's the same fucking thing so yeah. like um don't like we can't sit here and be all high and mighty and like oh the nazis were like so evil because a lot of them were just regular people right uh she was not though she's a special i want to i want to believe that she was a special case (laughs) And, and i think she really was um okay so uh sorry i interrupted you no that's fine we were talking about her dogs yeah she would 30 people a day yeah um okay so through um through the course of her trial and afterwards a lot of um survivors of the camps were uh, brought in to be witnesses um and to give testimony about like what she did um a lot of that those stories made it into books um i don't know like if it's from court transcripts or if they found them later and interviewed them anyway um this is where it's going to get really fucking dark. So if you want to just skip ahead like a minute, if you like can't handle it, well, I'll try to give you a warning when we're back, I guess. Um, there's a, there's a book by Sonia Maria Hedgepeth and Rochelle G. Sade, Sade, I don't know, um, called Sexual Violence Against Jewish Women During the Holocaust. Great. Which, like, I wrote this probably the least funny book title ever. <laughs> like, um, so, <laughs> a laughed riot says Kirkus Reviews. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so uh, one survivor uh, described that she went around in camp, her bejeweled whip poised, picked out the most beautiful young women, and slashed their breasts open with the braided wire end Jesus. of her whip. Subsequently, those breasts got infected by the lice and dirt, which invaded every nook and corner of the camp. They had to be cut open if the patient was to be saved. Irma Grez would invariably arrive to watch the operation, kicking the victim if her screams in- interfered with her pleasure, giving herself completely to the orgiastic spasms which shook her entire body and made saliva run down from the corner of her mouth. <laughs> which is why... I use the term sexual sadist because she like literally got off on other people. She came so hard she pain. drooled. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So oh, I'm so glad she's she dead. Is, Great job, humanity. Yeah, it was for sure a complete monster. Um, but At I also twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. I get actually. I was more cruel when I was young. Maybe that's maybe that's it. She just yeah, but have... like when you think about a lot of serial killers, like some of sometimes like they need to work up to that level of it's true evil. Um, oh, Jesus. But also, like, can you imagine being her coworker? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> also, like, like obviously, like Irma, reel it in. <laughs> I know. Like, 
<laughs> HR, HR, Irma's making me real uncomfortable. I don't really care that we're killing Jews. I just, uh, she's, uh, she's like coming right over there. Yeah, and you're like, can you, can you not? Can you, you not, Irma? Would you find a porta potty? Can you not? <laughs> Please. God almighty. It's like okay. A, oh. Okay. Yeah, we're back. If you wanted to skip things, by the way, just, ooh. yeah, it was horrible. Anyway, we're all glad. I'm like at a loss for words. I know. I know. What else you got? We got to move on. Yeah. 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 Um, So I was, because, yeah, I just like threw the paper away. And I'm done. (laughs) Goodbye, Irma. We're done with you. Good riddance. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I was doing all this research on her and concentration camps and like a good podcaster with a paranormal podcast i was like okay i should i should look for some ghost stories maybe um and i didn't i didn't find a lot um i would imagine most people don't want to think about these souls being trapped yeah and and i did except for irma oh yeah i hope she's like well no i hope she's like rotting in hell basically yeah but um (laughs) yeah so yeah there's a weird thing about concentration camps where um, I guess it's not weird. It's kind of very understandable. Where like a lot of people just like don't really want to touch it, <laughs> and it's it's just kind of like this sacred like people don't want to place visit or people don't want oh, to talk about it. Or... People, I mean, they all have kind of like a booming tourist population. Like I've been to Auschwitz. Um, right. It's like the I ultimate took... Thano tourism, death tourism. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, a lot of people do visit the camps every year and i think it's more of a like a solemn act of remembrance an act of mourning for a lot of people it's yeah you get there and you just you can't you can't take it lightly you can't be flipping about things and you can't you know record your evps or look for no yeah. fog in in the background of pictures and stuff and it's just i think that's why we don't have a lot on it because people do people just... take pictures like are they like capturing auschwitz on their snap cameras like yeah i, I mean i have pictures of it i mean yeah it just I, I feels mean, a little gauche it, yeah yeah you do feel a little dirty um yeah like we went on a group tour and um the way they do them is you'll have your tour guide and then everyone wears like earbuds so that they don't have to shout which i mean it's a very quiet place sure there's i mean there were hundreds of people there and if not a thousand and it was just so quiet because everyone was just like you get there and and it's just a fucking horror it's just like it just overcomes you and you're just like oh shit like this is i think it's important to keep places like that but Mm -hmm. i'm also glad like normandy beach is a normal beach now yeah like i think there's there's a mix of um i don't know there's just all these different ways you can commemorate places sometimes you want it to return to normal and i think normandy beach is a good good place for that i think this place though is such like yeah it's so tainted i think that's really it like you there's just I mean, as much as I didn't find any, like, oh, here's a ghost story about Auschwitz. It's like, there is a very real and palpable presence there. Mm-hmm. And, like, even I, like, skeptic and, you know, that I am, like, when you are literally standing in a gas chamber, you can't help. They let you in the gas chamber? Yes. And we had a moment of silence and like you could, like I could feel it. It was just like- I would never stop crying. It felt like the air was so thick and just like, oh, it would just, 
yeah, you're just overcome with emotion and yeah, it's a very powerful feeling. On the other hand, there's almost like, like I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like I could never do that. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. get through it. But on the other hand, you almost have a responsibility where if you have the yeah. power and the agency to go and see that and bear mm-hmm. witness. Yeah. And I think, should. I think that's why I, like, like you do feel a little dirty being like, oh, I'm a tourist at at Auschwitz like that doesn't feel right but also like you're there to remember what happened and and to like you know bring on bring it on to the next generation and and, like keep telling the story so that people don't forget and we don't Um, make these mistakes and that's what a lot of museums are for it's like this is and then it's a museum it's not Disneyland can you imagine a ride (sighs) okay we're not gonna go there but yeah yeah, it's so it's it's a very grim place let's go on to a lighter time a lighter section of being the nazis a lighter section of world war ii we're still staying there um so i just want to mention briefly because it came up all the time when i was googling and there's like other fantastic podcasts i can recommend about it but uh, the ghost army um have you heard of it no oh my god so um after d-day when they were trying to kind of like establish footing in france and like you know, start to push back. They didn't have, you know, all of the forces that they wished that that they could have for a huge land invasion. Um, And so there was an entire division of the Allied forces. I think it was mostly British forces that were, their entire job was to trick the Germans into thinking that there are more armies than there were. Huh. Yep. Cool. So they're called the Ghost Army. Their emblem was like literally a ghost. I think I've seen that emblem so before. So precious. It looks um, like the Snapchat ghost, right? A little bit. Um, yeah, it was It was 1,100 1, men unit, um, and they're specifically there to deceive the Germans. Uh, they travel around the countryside, basically staging um, troops, movements. Um, they had blow up inflatable tanks fun for like aerial reconnaissance uh they had trucks that would blast sounds of tanks moving and like orders being shouted and they would send out um like fake radio transmissions and like oh we're moving thousands and thousands of troops right over here i totally swear um so i think yeah that's like amazing that they did that and it fucking worked because it was a secret and like for a really long time until just recently when they started declassifying this stuff wow and there is a pbs documentary called it about it it's called the ghost army you know what i like about pbs docs Hmm. they don't fuck around i know right like they're like this is what this is about you should watch it yeah it's on netflix so go watch it yeah um and i think there's also I think it's a Stuff You Missed in History class episode, mm-hmm. which is another great podcast. You should go listen to that. Um, I'll post a link once I find it. Um, so, yeah, that's the Ghost Army. Super fun. <laughs> you know, we did that during the Civil War, too. Um, in order to make one side or the other, I honestly, I think it's the Union who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they would take giant oak stumps and mm-hmm. paint them black so that they look like cannons. <laughs> and so they were like, oh my god, we've got so many cannons over so here, I you better god. give up. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. You're gonna um, be so dead. <laughs> but it might not, it, it might have been a confederate tactic, I can't remember right now. Because I the could, confederacy had fucking yeah. nothing. <laughs> I was gonna say, I could totally see that being them because <laughs> they had fuck all in the war. Uh, Stupidest war. Because of us. Uh, 
because we blockaded their yeah because fuck you that's why and we also manufactured all the shit Mm -hmm. um you get none of the stuff if you're gonna have slaves yeah i am a goddamn yankee i'm (laughs) proud of it anyway uh one one last thing that i wanted to tell because it's one of my favorite world war ii stories and it has almost nothing to do with the actual war but it still just makes me so happy, and I wanted to end on a happy note. Your glee is amazing. Go ahead. Yes. So this is the you tale of Han van Mieren. 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 Our apologies to the German Dutch. No, this is the Dutch, and I'm trying to. I'm like trying my hardest to be Dutch right now. Um, you know what the thing is? Yeah. Say it through clenched teeth. I know. Van. That's how you get to wave a No, that's that's. Dutch is Dutch is very similar to German, but it's a little more bork bork bork. <laughs> it's a little more like what you think. I of think Swedish. that's Swedish. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a mix. chef who speaks that, it's, right? Is yeah. Anthony Bourdain? Who, like... uh, who says that? I don't remember. But yeah, that's that is the truth. Um, also, how hot is Anthony Bourdain? I, I can't remember what he looks like like right now. Girl, you're gonna Google that and put that in your spank bank later. You are welcome. <laughs> okay. So fucking Tuck, silver fox ex heroin chef who travels the world, and I just want to fillet him. Okay. <laughs> Jen's like whatever, Kate. Blow trying to get my sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dutch people, go ahead. So Van Meegeren, uh, he's a Dutch art forger. This guy. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. Proceed. Yes. So, um, he wanted to be an artist, much like our pal Schittler. <laughs> uh, but he decided to take a different path, uh, namely of art forgery. Um, so, like, he could actually do the art. He Hitler could, could not. He could ostensibly do the art. Um, critics called it derivative and boring. And I've seen his work. It's not great. Um, eh. But what he... he's People didn't like Van Gogh either, so they can also suck he, my fat dick. Okay, but like I do. <laughs> and like, I will show you his artwork later. And this guy's like seriously not great. But it's, he was a good copycat. It's not great. Um, he... Yeah, so he was like really mad about not being taken seriously as an artist. So he started... Like he really admired the... Dutch, the old Dutch masters. Sure, yeah. Um, Vermeer being one of the main ones and the one that most people know today. Um, and so what he would do is he started he started copying them. Just I mean, that's a very... That's what all art students yeah, do. that's how you learn you, art. You copy old art. Um, but through that, he got into forgery and got really good at it. The key to forgery is... To have a copier. No, because you don't want to create a copy of work that's already out there. You want to create something new that looks like it could be. Oh, so yeah. you master their style. Exactly. You don't say, oh, this is mm-hmm. girl with a pearl earring. Exactly, because girl is... with a pearl earring already exists. Right, they know where that is. Mm-hmm. That you say, oh, this is milk made on a yellow stool. Exactly. Or something like that. Yeah. So he started doing that mostly with Vermeer. Um the other key is to use period-appropriate materials um, because even at that time they could test um, things to a certain extent. So what he would do is he would go and find a period-appropriate canvas, um, like a painting that already exists. And just paint over it. And just paint over it and paint over it in the style. And he would mix together chemically correct paints because uh-huh. um, he, he knew how to do that. And that's important because 
there's this whole thing about a color blue that like didn't exist right. until a certain point in time. Yes. And so he had to, he knew to do the old type of blue with the old ingredients. Right. Did you Lapis know that they also blue. had uh, a color brown that we no longer use today? Oh yeah. It's called mummy brown, and oh it's called God. mummy brown because it's made up of ground up Egyptian mummies. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that's not great. That'll make your collection heart sing, right? Oh God. In the education department, we think that's kind of funny, but you collector people don't like that. I mean. The co- yeah, the collections part of me doesn't like it. The creepy kid part of me really does <laughs> love it. Why we're friends? <laughs> like there's something. Just I like, will. We'll post a link about Mummy Brown later. Like it's, all of uh, those paintings have to be haunted, right? It's, I mean, right? <laughs> like Mummy Curse. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. Um, speaking of movies, are you gonna watch the new The Mummy? No. Yeah, thank Fuck you. No. That's the correct answer. Oh, that's, that's so fucked terrible. Tom Cruise. We should do a whole episode about Scientology sometime. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, back. Right. We're so close. We're I'm sorry. So close. I'm sorry. I'm Stay sorry. with me. Um, so he had all the stuff. He, you know, paint all the right ingredients, painted the right thing, and then the trickiest part was doing the varnish on it and getting it to look old. To look old because new varnish looks new, and the, there's a thing that happens over centuries with paintings that happens, and it creates this very uh, distinct crackle. Yep. And if you've ever seen an old painting, you've fucking you know seen this. this. You yeah. know what this looks It's called like. crackler in, in the field. Yeah. You can also uh, get that as a nail polish, and it crackles your nail polish. Yeah, but he didn't have access to that, so he had to... Stop shitting on my dreams, Jennifer. He had to come up with his own varnish and then figure out the right amount of time to put it in the oven to bake. Neat! Yes, and that was always a very harrowing experience because this is... Here, this is your thing, and you, you know what? Of all it... the stories of things going to ovens lately, yeah, this I don't, is, I don't feel too bad this for. This is a very positive oven this experience. A, this is... oh. The oven experience is in this show tonight. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he succeeded, and after you know a bit of trial and error. So, like, to what end? To what end, indeed? Because he succeeded to such a degree that he convinced the art world that he had found a lost Vermeer. Which would be worth just millions of astronomical because Vermeer himself didn't have he had he has only about thirty some known works. So he convinced the art world that he had found not just a lost Vermeer, but a early lost Vermeer because it was a religious subject which Vermeer only did like one known painting of. And so his his found painting um, was called uh, Christ at Emmaus, I think. And it's depicting when Jesus comes back from the dead and has a meal with his disciples and blah, blah, blah. If you look at it, it doesn't... I don't... It I, doesn't look right, but the Nazis wanted to believe. I don't understand. And it wasn't just the Nazis that believed. The whole art world believed. Wow. He fooled everyone. And he did a few different paintings like this. He didn't want to overdo it, obviously, because that's suspicious. But he Surprise, everybody. I found 60 new Vermeers. Yeah. So he fooled everyone, including the Nazis. And he ended up selling maybe that specific... Oh, it's called Supper at Emmaus. I'm sorry. Um, He ended up selling... Honestly, had I thought about that, my religious upbringing should have told me that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, He sold it to... One of the Nazi higher-ups, does I don't have it written down which one, but 
the Nazis were collecting art and stealing art all over Europe. And so they were like, shit, we got our hands on a Vermeer. And uh, after the war was over, he was arrested for collaborating, for selling this painting to the Nazis. That sucks. And so suddenly he was in hot water and he is facing a charge of treason. And he's like, surprise, I tricked them. Exactly. He decided that the still very serious charge of art forgery was better than probably being sentenced to death for treason. And so he's like, no, really, guys. It's I fake. for it's fake. I faked it. It's it's forged, and they're like, no, it's too good. No, to I don't forged. believe you. And so he literally had to be in jail and like read and do it again. This is like a fucking like movie where you're like, and this is how I did it. <laughs> like he had to he had to make another one. He's like, all right, one last one, and he did it and he proved it, and uh, yeah, they gave him that charge instead. Um, they couldn't have just let him go, but like, ah, you scamp, you pulled one over on the Nazis. Yeah. Well done, you. But he also, I mean, he also made a ton of money from it. So, like, that is a crime. <laughs> I guess. But also, he, he died of a disease not too much longer after that. So, <laughs> there's the end of that story. <laughs> but, you know, a happy ending. A happy ending. But I still just, like, there's just something so amazing about fooling the nazis it's the best just like pulling one over on them i love it anything you can do to like i don't know punish a nazi in any small way like watching richard spencer get punched oh fuck gives me life i wake up in the morning i watch that 30 times i go and piss excellence Mm -hmm. that's That's... why i will always be pro punching nazis yeah i am i it's a proud american tradition that i'm happy to carry on someday Mm -hmm. stop playing with that sorry right next to the mic Sorry, everybody. The place is not haunted. That was me <laughs> fiddling with my ice. Um, we should probably put an end to this. Yeah, guys. I'm, thank you for listening to this very, oh, very long, long emotional roller coaster. I know. I add. Next week, let's do something fan. Let's do something fun. Like I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll haunted figure it out. Animal shelter or something. I don't know. Like that's your idea of fun, Miss. I cry at <laughs> elephants dying. You want to talk about dead I ghost mean, pets? <laughs> no, I just like I was picturing a human ghost playing with the kitties. Oh, that would so, be fun. So way to make it weird, Jen. No, I made that weird. You did. All right. Well, we'll do something fucking fun. We'll we think should... of something. Maybe it'll all just be a yeah. string of dick jokes that I've been holding back. Oh god. I you. Wow. That is actually me holding back. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, do we? I have more movie recommendations because oh, okay. this is my favorite. Is Woman in Gold one of thing them? to do? No, it's not. It what, should be. What it's is up it? on Netflix. It's Ryan Reynolds and Dame Helen Mirren uh, taking back a not Vermeer. Um, oh, a Klimt. A Klimt. There yes. we go. Yes. From the Nazis who That's stole right. it from her family. Yeah, there's a whole... Oh, and mean, Tatiana Mainsley's in it, and she's from Orphan Black, and oh, she's a treasure. I want to see that. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. So yeah, there's a whole lot more to the Nazi stealing art story. Skip Monuments Men. Oh, for God's sake, skip that movie. Oh, I was so disappointed. I was so mad. I mean, I guess in retrospect, it makes sense. Like, in a World War II movie, you're going to focus on a bunch of art nerds. Right. Like, that's not the most exciting action not ever. But still. What else you got? Um, I have Saving Private Ryan. Of course. Natch. Everyone has to watch it. Um, uh, you know, and for Holocaust stuff, we have The Pianist, Schindler's List. Um, also, side note, I watched, we, like, we all watched Schindler's List on the bus to Auschwitz. Ouch. 
fuck. It was like just a bummer of a day. They were like, hey, uh, you're going to go to the most emotionally devastating yeah. place on the planet. Why don't you prep Let's for that? Let's get in the mood. Let's pregame. <laughs> Let's pregame that by three hours of bleakness. I mean, we didn't watch the whole thing because it wasn't that excerpts of schindler's list yeah. even better yeah so like later that night we're like let's go do karaoke because i need to feel happy right um i'm gonna do tequila shots until yeah. i can't feel feelings yeah um so the, there's a bunch there's like a million war movies yep. i can't even think of all of them but shining one thing through make sure y'all watch that tell me if it's good or not yep shining through black book um and the, there was Captain one... Captain America. Punch Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was one show that I wanted to mention last time, but it also deals with what we talked about this time, so I th- thought, you know, we could mention it now, which is The Man in the High Castle. Um, is fucking Tom Cruise in that? No. No, that's Valkyrie. Never no. mind. Don't watch Valkyrie. Um, it's... Don't you ever. It's a new... It's... Oh, it's on... It's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's alternate a, universe. It's an alternate universe where America lost World War II Ugh. and the Nazis invaded the East Half and Japan invaded the, the West Coast and... I'm not watching that. I don't need that. I mean... I don't need that in my I life. find it super interesting. Just like the world building that they do for that. Just imagining what the world is like if that happened. Um, it's fascinating to me. So, if that's something you'd be into, too we'll bleach. Can't do it. Show. You mean America being controlled by fascist powers? Or I can just watch John Oliver. That's. That's. <laughs> I can just watch the fucking new. No. Okay. Too dark, too dark, too dark. Everybody, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Uh, sorry, this is a long one. We had a bunch of housekeeping. I can't remember what any of it is now. Oh, um, there is a story. Nope, we're not doing you it. We can't do we're that now. Next time. Next fucking time. hold on to it. I'm going to make a note of that. You know what? Our next episode will all be stories from other people because we are behind. Really? Yeah, I got a couple today. So, oh, all right. Thank you, my lovely listeners, our lovely listeners. Yeah. I hope you guys all have a um, bang rang two weeks. We miss you. Find us on Twitter. We're at under at haunted Fuck. underscore pod. I'm, it's been too long. It's too long. Uh, where this podcast is haunted on Facebook, Instagram, and our email is this podcast is haunted at gmail.com If you want to send us some more ghost stories, turns out we're gonna need them. I guess we're gonna be doing a whole episode about them. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. I got Next a couple. Next time. Let's fucking do it. All right. Uh, peace in your crease. This was Kate. This is Jen. Um, we still don't really have like a good sign off. Eh. Okay. Goodbye. Punch Nazis. <laughs> Punch Nazis. <laughs> yeah, America. Yeah. <Yay. laughs>